That isn't cranberry sauce, Artie. Do you like what you see? Penetration? Who's going to be penetrated? Why are there sharks on the moon? You're listening to the Bonus To Be Tuesdays podcast, as part of the Super Network, with your host Super Marcy. Hey, it's Wish.com Eric Roberts. And B. Germine. We're being watched. Oh no, the actors have become self-aware, they know we're watching them. This bonus podcast is a chance to explore more movies on Tubi with different guests. This podcast may contain coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. Spoiler alert. Find us at supermarcy.com or at patreon.com slash the super network. Now for our feature presentation. Would you like to touch what you see? Listen, I don't have anything to say to you except don't call me anymore. Operator, I'm begging you. This is a real, real emergency. What's the matter with you? I got molested in a little boy's room. G'day everyone, this is B. Jemide, aka The Terrible Aussie, and welcome back to the second of our uh, The Bonus Tubi Tuesdays podcast, the podcast that, for at least the first couple of weeks of its release, it is a Patreon exclusive on the Super Network, until it's officially released on all podcast streaming services at a later date. And with me, as always, it's my very awesome co-host, the one, the only, Super Marcy. Hello, Marcy, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing well, doing well. And how are you today? Oh, not too bad, thanks. A uh, bit tired, mainly because, like, uh, I, I mixed uh, a bit of one of my meds and also uh, a Fenergan last night, so it stuck to me around a bit <laughs> this morning after I woke <laughs> up. Although I had a pretty good night's sleep, so I can't complain too much, though. But other than yeah, that... at least there's that, so... <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, things have been good on my end but what about yourself marcy yeah doing good doing good uh yeah not too much to report really life is uh (laughs) just glides by indeed indeed but uh yes once again this is the bonus to be tuesdays podcast Mm -hmm. that you and i are doing together however we are not alone on this episode because we have a very special guest who is joining us for this Mm. one and he happens to be a man who happens to be a co-host of ours on our two separate podcasts that we do yes which of course (laughs) are the uh the the King Zones Book Club podcast, and as well as Bede and Steve versus Care Crystal Lake. And that, of course, is our co-host for both those shows, Stephen T. Bolt. Hello, Steve. How are you? And welcome to the Bonus To Be Tuesdays podcast. <laughs> Hi, Bede. Thank you. Thanks. Indeed, hey, indeed. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and how have you been going, Steve? I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing good. E- excited for this, I got to tell mm. you. I am absolutely just, I don't know, enthralled by this film. <laughs> indeed indeed since like the the purpose of the bonus to be tuesday's podcast mm. is that whoever joins us for the episode gets to pick the film that we do and uh steve which film have you picked for us for this episode to watch oh, this is the great adventures of buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension <laughs> Well, I'm very much looking I'm, forward to this one because I'm very uh, excited. Because to everybody's shock and amazement, ah, uh, this will be my first time watching the film. No, <laughs> I didn't the, know this. Yes, but the funny part is, I actually own the film. It's in my collection back there somewhere behind oh my me, God. and I just have not got around to it until now. <laughs> oh, mate! And we're gonna talk over it all the way. You, oh man. 
That's well, what, I that's what make... closed captions are for. <laughs> exactly. 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 And also, if I do end up loving the movie, I can just watch it again right away on uh, on my Blu-ray. So <laughs> I assure you, you will end up loving this movie. Yes. Well, I hope so. I hope so. But I have a good feeling that I will. I but, mean, uh... the cast alone for this film <laughs> screams bead. Yes. I mean, truly, you are the Beedaroo Bonsai. (laughs) The Beedaroo Bonsai. See, I need to make that into a meme now, Beedaroo Bonsai. But anyway, so, uh, (laughs) before we get to uh, the movie at hand, uh, we'll lay down the ground rules as we usually do. So for all those out there who are listening to the show, what you need to do is go to Tubi and see if the adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai across the eighth dimension is playing on Tubi in your part of the world. However, if it isn't, it is playing on other streaming services as well. However, if you want to bypass that, um, wait till the end of the episode to hear from our sponsor Surfshark and they will be able to help you out there. So what we will do is we'll count down from five and when I say go, that's when you play the movie and then that way our audio commentary will be in sync with the film. However, since Tubi is a free streaming service, they do play ads on occasion. So if an ad does pop up we'll shout out ad and once the ad is finished we'll let you know that it is finished and we'll make sure to give a time stamp as that as well so that way you'll still be in sync with us as we're watching the film but i'm pretty sure though even if you're not interested in watching uh buckaroo bonsai first of all how dare you um <laughs> yeah, I still reckon... how dare you <laughs> well i can't I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave now see you guys Bye. <laughs> but <laughs> But I'm still sure that the episode itself will be a fun listen to regardless. So, Marcy, Steve, are you ready to take a trip across the eighth dimension with Buckaroo Bonsai with the adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai across the eighth dimension? Most definitely. Bring it on. (laughs) Alrighty, let's do this. Counting down in five, four, three, two, one, go. And hopefully it plays. Yes. Is that damn lion? Um, yes. Okay, I will be back in like thirty seconds. Uh-oh. I just have to grab something for Freddie, so it's Uh-oh. fine. I won't. I won't be. Long, <laughs> so I oh wait, I'm safe on this episode. Maybe Craven's not on the show. So, jeez. <laughs> oh, so yes, Steve, this is my first time watching Buckaroo Bonds. That's incredible, man. That's incredible. I, I I don't even remember the first time I saw this. Like it just sort of I was gonna in, ask in my you. consciousness the whole my whole life. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. must have been a, a VHS rental one afternoon in the summer, uh maybe eighty-five, eighty-six, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. But yeah. um yeah, I have no actual memory of watching it for the first time. Yeah. But I can't. I must have watched it do- dozens, dozens of times uh, since then. Yeah, it's kind of weird for me, like why it's taken me forever to get around to watching a lot of movies. I mean, there are a lot of classic movies I still haven't gone around to watching. But sure, yeah. But you know, movies like uh, Blood Rage and Eye Killer and Troll Two and The Room just take up most of my time these days. <laughs> <laughs> I still, the, have, to be honest with you, man, I still have uh, like Gone with the Wind on my to watch shelf. Yeah, and every time I put every time I put in like you know Night of the Creeps or Buckaroo Bonsai or Big Trouble in Little China, I I, I look over guiltily at, at Gone with the Wind. I'm like, oh, you know, but now one day. Well, that's the thing. I I even like think about like I've seen like The Room and Troll Two so many times. I'm like, I look over and I see The Godfather. That's like I've only ever seen you once. <laughs> 
at this cast as it pops up there. We just saw uh, Lift It's a Jeff Goldblum. Man, <laughs> I mean, these guys. Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. You, you get Vincent Schiavelli in this. Dan Hedaya. Wow. I mean, guys that guys that at the time weren't necessarily known, you know, for mm. known names, I should say, because you can't forget some of these faces. Oh, definitely and of not. Course, led by Peter Weller. Yes. Oh. I know Robert Ito from a, a TV show called Quincy back in the day. Quincy. Um, I remember Quincy. You remember that? <laughs> 70s, 80s, sort of, yeah, yeah. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Great Clancy Brown. <laughs> oh, Clancy Brown. There, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll try not to just recite the dialogue along with everybody <laughs> as we go. But there are there are points where, like, there are things that, Bede, you've definitely got to, for example, hear. Okay, yes. check this out. All right. Oh, you got Dr. Bonsai and, and Goldblum there having a little discussion over what's going on in the in the surgery. <laughs> and just those two great and distinctive voices. Yes, yes. You don't even need their faces, right? Okay, no. I, I have a bit of, like, it's interesting that you got uh, Peter Weller and Jeff Goldblum side by side, but here's a bit of a fun <laughs> fact about the two of them. Uh, do you guys know that both these actors are as- actually Oscar nominees? I but, didn't know about Weller, no. Well, the thing is, they're both nominated not for acting, but for short films, because they directed or produced short films that got oh. them an Oscar nomination. Okay, no, I didn't know that. Clancy oh, it's- Brown! Clan- Clancy Brown is Matthew McConaughey in The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all, all right. right, all right. I'm Clancy AI. Brown, and I'm here oh, to here. take Check my shirt off. Check this out. You ever, do, do you mean serious? Do you have an opening? <laughs> A little. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm I can here. dance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can dance. I can <laughs> Like you think he's talking about joining the surgical God. team or something, right? And then, and then you you have to be at this point be asking yourself, wait a minute, what, what, what are you guys even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and this is just the beginning, and it uh, it has been many many years since I've seen this. It may have been like VHS. Oh my god! So this rewatch has been a long time coming. Yes. Do, do, do. Oh, and the theme, man. Sorry, I've just That's got a so fanboy all over this thing, too, because... Like... <laughs> I'm, so oh, I'm, I'm just sort of looking at it now. It's like, oh, okay, so this movie came out before Robocop, which, of course, made oh, yeah. uh, uh, Peter Weller an even bigger name than he already is. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> And I guess RoboCop's been talked about a bit because the new game just came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's had some um, pretty good, like, reviews and stuff, so... May have to check it out. I just watched the um, RoboDoc series. Yes. Oh, I do want to see that. that. Oh, check I that out. I haven't yet. That's a lot of oh, fun. Oh, I will. 
might bump that up the list because yeah, that is one I definitely want to watch. Yes. There was a period, guys, I think in the late 90s, and I'm not sure how long a period it was, but um, Peter Weller and Jeff Goldblum used to get together at this little um, restaurant slash bar and play jazz tunes. Like, I'm pretty sure Goldblum was on piano. Yeah. And Weller, yeah, yeah. Like, I would have, oh, man. Just you you go in, you get it. I'm just going to grab a drink. And then you see Dr. Bonsai in New Jersey over there. See, if you could, like, access points in time and places oh, and visit, oh, that's see, where you go. The, oh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Steve, if I could, if I hadn't have guessed, I'd say you're a fan of this movie. <laughs> Wait, Steve's a fan? <laughs> oh, man. For, the, for, those uh, of you, for those of you playing along at home, I just, I just pulled out the... Um, the uh, uh, little headband that Dr. Bonsai put on there. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, like, uh, if you could go to a point and place in time, you'd go to that bar to just sit and hear that jazz playing from those two. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I was I was in LA in uh, early, well, from, the ni- from 99 to 2000 uh, for a couple of months. I was living in LA. And I, I couldn't remember the name of the place. I so <laughs> desperately wanted to hit that place and I couldn't remember where they went. Damn it. <laughs> All right, here it is. He's getting ready to he's testing the jet car and nobody nobody apart from his little crew knows what's going on here. <laughs> he based this character. You'll see it. I I actually I'll wait. I'll hang on to this uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> trivia for just uh, un- until we get to the 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 next um next scene all right all right that's all i can hear now (laughs) clancy brown was matthew mcconaughey before matthew mcconaughey in this he was apparently had he been the kurgan yet i was about to ask well highlander came out in 86 or 85 so this was like a year before it yeah yeah so even pre Kurgan, <laughs> the Hell's Face too. <laughs> Everybody's pre something in this movie, maybe except oh, yeah. for like uh, Jeff is, Goldblum. This is a year before the Fly. Oh, yeah. pre Fly. Yeah, that's what. But I mean, it was like, post Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Post Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, surely. Well, the Every ironic thing is, uh, the d- director of this movie, uh, W. D. Richard, actually co-wrote uh, Invasion of Body Statues. Yes, <laughs> we love our trivia and random facts on uh, yes on the show. Yes, I-, I like being surprised with the random trivia. Yes. I gotta say, whatever um, copy Tubi has um, looks pretty good. It's looking good. Yeah, hmm. yeah. That's what I would imagine. This is probably like the same kind of restoration that I probably have on the Blu-ray behind yeah. it. I haven't got around to watching it. And, and you know what, though? And you know what, though? Honestly, it's not too good. It's not crystal clear. Mm-hmm. You can still see the 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 little bits of uh, you know detritus on the film there, and I love that. I love that. Mm. Mm. It keeps the character of it for yeah. me. Right through a mountain. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit. 
Oh no, he's oh, gone into is... the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> this this is what it felt like on my last drug trip. <laughs> this uh remake of two thousand and one is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I, lo I just love how <laughs> 80s it, it feels with yes with the with the effects it's perfect I love it he's gone through the mountain I was talk with a Texas stereotypical voice <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, wait a second. Just, just roll to a stop. Oh, <laughs> wait a second, Bossy. First of all, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, he kind of looks like a Ninja Turtles uh, foot soldier. <laughs> Check this out. And the way they reveal, like, we haven't even seen his face yet. We haven't even seen mm. his face. See, he was doing just Robocop very... before Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to having my face behind masks or not showing at all. <laughs> I got very there dirty go. very quickly. Marcy Quintrally. Oh, shut up. He's a very <laughs> handsome man. I like how slick back his hair is. <laughs> Ew. I don't want to know what the goo is, B. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a multi, it's a multiverse goo. Ew. Well, he, 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 uh, he nailed a, a red electroid as he was going through there. I mean, you, you know what happens when, when a bug hits your windscreen. Yes. It's it's very, he had like was, some alien creature. That was a whole guy, you know. Yes. <laughs> There's something on the wing. <laughs> oh, look, Marcy. Oh, it's It's flurkin' eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Larry Fessenden. Oh, wait, no, that's John Lipko. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody's like a pre-someone in this movie. <laughs> and he actually had some kind of hair visible in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those teeth. Oh, his house looks look like at... what my place looks like right now. <laughs> this is my book collection when I uh, run out of room. <laughs> yes. I also love that John Lithgow's hair for this character looks exactly like Christopher Walken's from The Dead Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, this being named Buckaroo Banzai, and that's your real name. I mean, I'm kind of sad I'm not named Buckaroo Bonzo. You're Buckaroo Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Meanwhile, back in time. He's got one of those Russians' hats. He's working for the Russians. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen this movie. Before. You have no oh, idea. You're talking out of your ass by now. It's a me. I'm talking with an Italian accent. How many subscribers for the outfit? 
Oh, that's at least and another... The, uh, and the wig, specifically. I'll say another 16 subscribers. <laughs> I just love inventions mm. in the 80s. <laughs> inventions could do anything in the 80s. Yes, exactly. And they could be made out of cardboard and sticky tape. <laughs> <laughs> B, do you have any idea what's going on yet? No, I have no idea what's going on. I can't possibly have any idea what's going on. In fact, I, I, I mean, look, Marcy, no one in the movie has any idea what's going on in the movie. They literally, like, even um, uh, Peter Weller is like, I have no idea what it's about. No idea. He's talking to Lithgow a couple years ago, and they're comparing notes. They're like, we have no idea what this is about. <laughs> and that's the joke. They're like Mark Wahlberg in that uh, episode of Family Guy. What? What's going on? Man, I don't get it. Man, I gotta work out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a B. I speak in an Italian. <laughs> Bede, stop it. <laughs> it's a B. Jared Legolini. <laughs> you need that wig of hair. Well, I mean, I do, but that's beside the point. Now, now, B, just for reference, Ugh. he almost went into the eighth dimension that we saw Buckaroo Bob oh, okay. before, and he is now, uh, I guess, possessed is, is the only, the only mm. one. So, essentially... By, by one of the Lectroids. Okay, so essentially this movie was doing Howard the Duck before Howard the Duck. <laughs> 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 there are similarities. <laughs> 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 and that's not a bad thing. Lithium is no longer available on credit. <laughs> He's gone mad with writing stuff. I love how anytime somebody goes mad, like if they're a scientist, they, they just have to write everything on the walls. They write shit in the walls. I know. Mm. <laughs> that's how you know. Cleaner comes in. Oh, great. The now point. I have to clean. Cleaner comes in. I'm like, <laughs> great. Now I have to clean the walls again. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Jonathan Banks. <laughs> Jonathan Banks. <laughs> Back when he had hair. And dark hair. Yeah. Marcy, as an Italian, how do you feel about on Lift Girls? <laughs> Accent in this it's, movie. It's a very chic. It's Chica. a Sheikah. He based, I mean, he based wh- this accent, like you hear, you know, there's all the comparisons to the character in Mussolini in this, but he based this accent on a tailor that he worked with <laughs> at MGM. Who was played by Jared Leto. <laughs> so, where, I mean, on a scale, Marcy, of Italian accents, where does this fall between B- Roberto Benigni and Jared Leto? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> that should be the scale anytime uh, we ask about uh, any Italian accents. Oh, add. 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 We are 17 minutes and 18 seconds into the movie. And uh, we are on uh, American Truby today, so we might have slightly longer and weird ads, but there's an ad with a rotary phone! Did somebody say rotary phone? Oh, I'm back. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Well, this is the, the 
Oh, wait a minute. This isn't the regular <laughs> To Be Tuesdays podcast. It didn't stop you from showing up last time, I think. Well, you said rotary phone, and I thought I'd come by and say hello, and also to your friend Steve. <laughs> and also to suggest everyone to watch my movie Blood Rage, because it's almost Thanksgiving at the time of this episode. I mean, everybody should watch Thanks. I mean, <laughs> Blood Rage every time of year, Louise. Uh, you almost said Thanks Killing, honey. <laughs> I did. <laughs> But anyway, he found though, that hilarious. He did, he did. He's like, and that's the first time I talked to him. But anyway, so I'll let you guys go, <laughs> and I'll get, I'll see you all later. Bye. We oh. are back, seventeen twenty-three. Well, you just, well, you've just been introduced to uh, Louise Lasser, uh, Steve. <laughs> Look at these outfits. Oh, how, how many subscribers for that outfit? Oh, that's at least another three more subscribers. I want it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Artie, uh, there's a there's right. I don't know there's a backstory to Artie that I can oh th- okay so oh, my I was going to tell you before he um yeah oh yes yes he's a, a heart surgeon uh you know quantum physicist rock star. So this movie could easily be like a double feature with Miami Connection. They they're rockers by night and just during the day. <laughs> No, they're Taekwondo um, uh, doers, and they're college yes. students somehow, and yes. <laughs> in a yeah, rock in a... band, and st- and stop ninja bikey gangs. <laughs> yes. Look at these Bent. outfits. Oh, man. I was going to say, you're going to love all the outfits and this hair. This is what I wanted to tell you before, Bede. He based this, he, he was talking, uh, Peter Weller, and he said, you know, he based... Um, Buckaroo Banzai, in part on uh, Ilya Kazan, oh. on um, yes, and on Jacques Cousteau, oh. and and on Adam Ant. That that explains everything. <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> and uh, back to the Howard the Duck comparisons. There's also mu- mu- music numbers. <laughs> see, see, now you have to do a triple feature between Buckaroo Banzai, Miami Connection, and Howard the Duck. Now. <laughs> going to play that at our um, weird movie film festival. <laughs> yes. That will be for our birthdays next year, Marcy. We'll organise a film festival. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, is someone out there not having a good time? Dead or alive, you're going to listen to me sing. I was not expecting that. (laughs) I wasn't sure if that one was going to work. I was not expecting it. (laughs) See, see, I know your uh, your soundboard's not working at the moment, Marcy. So I can say all the bad jokes and what, and not get a uh, wah 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 sound effect. (laughs) Wah wah wah. Look at that one dude's hair in, in the bed. Back there, which, which it's Ellen Barkett. Oh yes, sure is. Penny, with the best look I've ever seen ever. She was Weird Barbie before Weird Barbie. <laughs> yes, and I love it. Oh my gosh, she is Weird Barbie. <laughs> now I can't unsee it, Marcy. Why did you say that? <laughs> 
She was uh, 80s Weird Barbie. 80s Weird Barbie, yes. Hmm. I mean, you can't argue. He's very handsome in this movie. Well, yes. Very suave. Very suave. Yes. Hmm. I can definitely see, like, the Adam Ant comparisons, especially yeah. with the hair. Oh, surely. And the outfit. <laughs> and all, everything else. All he else. needs is, like, a, 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 a black and white streaks on his face, and he's, he's mm. got it. He should talk with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Slow piano. Love theme from Buckaroo Banzai from Across the X Dimension. <laughs> Oh no, he's singing that song again and a bit of drink. <laughs> if Peter Willard didn't do his... music in this music. Maybe. It's a musical. It's sci-fi. It's everything. It's literally everything. That that is that is literally the only thing that could elevate this film any further than it is is turning it into a musical. Yes. Really should have musical. I like how like her. It should just all be a musical. No one talks. It's just they all sing everything. (laughs) An opera. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Buckaroo Banzai, the opera. I like how her earrings is like. Oh, she's got a gun. (laughs) Oh, she's gonna end it. I mean. I'm not going to say Peter Weller's music was the is the best, but I mean it's not worth killing yourself though. <laughs> it wasn't that bad? Come on. <laughs> and they now they've all got guns. guns. The entire band, everyone up there on stage, pulled a gun out when they when they heard <laughs> the shot ring out. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, literally, they what I said, like. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're, cu- you're listening to a scene. <laughs> Literally. John Bigaborty. It's a me. Uh. John Big John Lifgolini. <laughs> With me and my Christopher Walken hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now breaking you bad, duh. Literally, he broke his neck. <laughs> and Jonathan Banks is dead. That's all right. His variant is still alive in the Breaking Bad universe. <laughs> <laughs> he went back to his uh, Breaking Bad planet. Yep. John Lithgow literally is Christopher Walken in this movie with an Italian accent. I- <laughs> All I can just think is like, oh, wow, spaghetti. (laughs) It's uh, me. Before Christopher Walken. Yes. It's uh, (laughs) me, uh, Christopher (laughs) Walkerlini. Oh, this place is, there's a Buckaroo Bonsai video game. Dude, you don't know, you don't know how important Bonsai is in this universe. (laughs) There are comic books, there are, there are Buckaroo Bonsai comic books that people will be reading later on. Like, he's got, uh, seriously. He's got his his boss. He's, he's bigger than Taylor Swift in this movie. (laughs) 
Like, for real. Does Taylor Swift have her own arcade video game? No. Definitely not. Hi, Fred. Fred Do you want to watch Buckaroo Bonsai as well? Yes. Yes, he does. Hi. It's a bit hard to have you on my lap. No, Freddy. <laughs> he's a, he's watch a, the movie and podcast, buddy. He's Frederico Bonsai. All right, all right, all right. He vanished. Hey, Freddy. Yeah, Mr. No. Let me podcast, buddy. Yeah, Freddy. Is it really a podcast if Freddy doesn't interrupt me? <laughs> yes. Stop it, Clancy Brown. Stop looking like Matthew McConaughey before Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> well, now we know where pants. Matthew McConaughey got it from. He watched this movie as like, I want to lit. I'm going to em- emulate my life like Clancy Brown. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Except with more of my shirt be taken off. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, look at that. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Oh, look at that outfit. Jeff Goldblum is Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> look at that outfit. <laughs> How many subscribers okay. for that outfit? <laughs> oh, that's for free, that one right there. <laughs> I'm going to go get you it. <laughs> Here we go. Sydney. <laughs> I think we need to organize like a Buckaroo Bonsai party and everyone has to dress up like someone from this movie. <laughs> well, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum yeah, in that outfit is all it? yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My Columbia pianist. Well, Sounded like you said penis. penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a cowboy hat. Freddie, you're getting dog hair all over my face. Brunswick, I used to live there. there. I thought we were going to rehearse or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he thought they were going to rehearse and he dressed like that. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, just, just take that into consideration for a moment. Reno, Reno, it's an honor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know. Wait, 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 wait. Where are your spurs at? What's he making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, like, what he's contributing to the band by that outfit. Oh, my God. Yeah, but look at everybody else. <laughs> I love that he's Sydney's Wybell from New Jersey and decided that, you know, cowboy would be the way to go. Yeah. Also, if um, you guys are obviously familiar with um, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, mm-hmm. Pee Wee recycles that outfit at the rodeo. Oh, nice. Yeah, yes. Pee Wee wears that at the rodeo. That exact outfit. <laughs> Marcy, Ellen Barker's wearing like uh, no people owns like clothes from Showgirls. <laughs> it kind of is actually. It is actually almost that dress. It is. We should all have, be so lucky to have a dress like that. What do you want from me? I want to know if you're from different places. 
Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Was she very beautiful? Her neighbors know me below. <laughs> Love Fave. <laughs> Love Fave from uh, Buckaroo Bunzai. <sighs> I'm not even, where I'm not even like 30 minutes of this movie, and this movie's already weird. <laughs> it starts weird, man. Like It, it starts it weird, and it just keeps going from there. It, yeah, like it starts at, at 11. And then just gradually just keeps going up and up. It's, I don't know. It's so bizarre. This is, you, you're talking about double features. Yes. This makes a really good double feature. I mean, there's nothing like Buckaroo Banzai. Let me just say that. There's a great yeah. Vincent Schiavelli there. See him? Yes. Um, and that a day. I just saw him there too. You really can't pair this with anything. But if you were going to try, mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China yeah. works out really well. They don't share themes. They don't share cast they don't share anything except wd richter mm-hmm. who um did the adaptation of the script for big trouble yeah but they feel like they could maybe possibly exist in the same universe mm. well, that would explain a lot it's fun yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm back again hey. there was a postman Freddy. at the door freddie ah. was barking <laughs> oh, hopefully he leaves uh, me alone so i can watch this movie <laughs> Marcy, Marcy, Peter Well is a fucking nerd. Speed, you take that back. <laughs> and proudly, by yes. the way. Mm. I, I, I tell you right now, I am a nerd. So. I mean, I am too, but, you know, I just like... <laughs> okay, now we got aliens in the movie. Oh. P- Peter Weller walked so we could run. Yes. <laughs> And he's also got red glasses. Bede Be- oh, considers man. himself like the jock. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even though he is uh, the biggest nerd. <laughs> Marcy, you're not supposed to say it. I mean, it's true, but you're not supposed to say it. I think I need all these outfits, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the cowboy one's your favorite, though, right? Yes, yes, it is. You can't beat you can't beat the cowboy outfit. You really can't. Definitely not. Bonsai with his, you know, Adam Ant meets Pee Wee Herman look. He's got going on now. <laughs> it's so weird, like seeing Dada Daya. It's weird seeing Dada Daya in an eighties movie because I only just associate him with the nineties, and that's about it. Oh, okay. Because you're like in every movie in the 90s. Well, I'm just the Have you guys seen Dick? Yes. See him play I've Nixon. seen Dick on, a, on occasion. Best Nixon <laughs> ever on film. Absolutely the best Nixon ever. That yes. I can agree with. That was a good movie. I remember <laughs> renting that out at the video store when it came out. It was very good. That That's one due for a rewatch, actually. <laughs> 
Oh, Bossy, it's that creature to Jaffa possessed by the night. <laughs> <laughs> He Jeff Goldblum's really like, <laughs> okay, and no idea what's going on here. Uh, uh, yeah, Jeff uh, Goldblum uh, is the the uh, um, he's our doorway <laughs> into this window in, into this movie. He's our window into this movie, rather. He's um, just as confused as everyone else. He he he's like our audience surrogate character yeah. in this movie. Yeah, totally. And he and and because we would all wear that outfit. Yes. <laughs> What? What's going on? What? Quiet. quiet. <laughs> I, I apologize for any background noise with this dog. He's got the zoobies. Oh, he's just, he wants attention or something. Yes. It's that <laughs> time of the day. He's like a cat at three o'clock in the morning. He is kind of like that. He's got his own TARDIS. Oh, wait, that's just a regular. <laughs> the long antenna on his thing. <laughs> well, to be fair, we all had long antennas on our headsets back in the day. We to did. The, to the point, like, they almost touched the roofs of every room we were in. I swear, those, that is, that, the alien's makeup is the same makeup that um, Lewis Gossett Jr. had in, um, what was that Enemy film? Mine. Enemy, Enemy Mine? Enemy Mine, yeah. <laughs> Are we sure this movie isn't in the same universe? <laughs> How many uh, subscribers for their cool feathery outfits that I quite like? Oh, that's at least enough of four subscribers. Hmm. There it is. <laughs> Evil! Pure and simple from the eighth dimension. <laughs> they were aliens. Dada Dea oh and Vincent Spivet. They were aliens this aliens. entire time. As is uh, the great Christ- Christopher Lloyd here. <laughs> As that voice. <laughs> this movie oh, suddenly became They Live. Yes. This movie was a precursor to every other movie in the 80s. It's it just like Voyage is. of the Rock Aliens. Oh my god. Yes. Voyage of the Rock Aliens would be a good pairing with this for like mm. a, a movie day. Not gonna yes. lie. <laughs> yes. What are these two doing <laughs> in the well, whole life? You know. <laughs> hey, baby. You know. <laughs> When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just gonna roll my motorbike out of the. There is a uh, <laughs> there's a motorcycle convention. There is a biker convention going on here that was established, so yes. we can just grab <laughs> grab one. One of go. the many bikes. <laughs> yes. Speed Conveniently, the keys the are in it. <laughs> you mentioned the um, the makeup effects in Enemy Mine. I also I always thought that. Um, the alien in the last starfighter oh yeah look the same so mm. like these three could all be in the same universe that'd be a they could be feature that's Very another one feature definitely need to rewatch. This yeah why do i get the feeling that? like if i look up who the makeup artist was on this film they also <laughs> did enemy mine and uh, the last starfighter <laughs> maybe you should look into it beat <laughs> i will i'm going to right now <laughs> Because <laughs> these are questions I need answered. 
Papi. Okay, why is this movie on archive.org? <laughs> it needs preservation. Yes. <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. Hello, doggy. Bye. It was a purple dinosaur. It's Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> that would be terrifying. I love you. You love me. <laughs> two plus two is four. <laughs> Wasn't there meant to be something about Barney coming out? There is. From A24. <laughs> All right, let me see. Who was the makeup guy of this movie? Let me look. Okay, special effects. Are you still looking? Okay. I am still looking. Whoa! Boom! Well, hi, doggy. I'm glad Freddy can't hear it because he would start barking at it. <laughs> yes. What for? Are you scared? Gotta be something there. Come on, Bert. There's nothing up there. Well, how do you know? Here, hold it. Hold it. Okay, so the makeup artist didn't work on a <laughs> enemy mine or uh <laughs> or the other one we <laughs> talked. However, though. <laughs> However, though, he was the main makeup artist on Howard the Duck. (laughs) There's your connection. You found it. However, he also was the makeup main makeup creator for Sloth on the Goonies as well. That That escalated quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's that boulder from Indiana Jones. It's come for revenge. (laughs) It's Johnny Five. Oh wait, that's not him. It'd be the head of Johnny Five that he's holding. What is going on? <laughs> I'm doing you for this episode, Marcy. What is going on? <laughs> it's your turn to be confused. Pretty soon oh I'm going to die. Pretty soon I'm going to die. And go back to my confusion planet. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it, Bede. <laughs> I will. That smell, you smell electricity? It's crackling. We're standing in water. How do you smell electricity? Well, what you need to do is, Marcy. Jupiter. Jupiter? I hope he's alone. There's something over there. Where? He looks like one of those aliens from Enemy Mine. It's almost like they plagiarize this makeup. Oh, there's a Buckaroo Banzai comic. Buckaroo Banzai. It's the latest issue. <laughs> it's the latest now, issue. I want, to point out to you, I want to point out to you guys that the aliens yes. have the latest issue of Buckaroo Banzai. So it's not just a global thing. <laughs> mm. So basically, Buckaroo Banzai is a like a like the most famous person in the entire galaxy. In the entire universe. Absolutely. 
in the entire galaxy on all the on all the other dimensions and timelines. <laughs> Cross dimensional, absolutely. <laughs> so that means he will never be up for the biggest douchebag award at the uh the Intergalactic Awards. <laughs> no, he probably gets the award for coolest. Yes. Especially with that hair. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> You're going to have to find, like, the perfect shot of Clancy Brown in this movie and the perfect shot that matches Matthew I'll, McConaughey. I, I'm going to put them side by side and people. I'm going to ask people, can you tell the difference between these two photos? <laughs> right, I'll just find a random picture of Matthew McConaughey and say, but Clancy Brown in Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> Definitely. First of all... Well, hi, Christopher Lloyd. Where does uh, this fall into when Back to the Future came out? Ah, uh, well, year before. Yeah, year before. See, Marcy, this movie was, like, ahead of its time in so many ways. Just like Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Exactly. I mean, it- it was a it was a year before Enemy Mine to be. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> so basically, Enemy Mine copied the makeup in this movie. Hey, this movie influenced everything. Exactly. Oh, it's just occurred to me: the ball is that creature they just saw before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gotta like. You gotta pay attention, Marcy. I gotta pay attention because it's been a while. Ah, oh, damn it! They ran out of ice blocks. <laughs> Why does this dude look like um? <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred in Scooby Doo. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say Freddie Prince Jr., but I was going to say he kind of looks like. Um, uh, hold on, Michael Wincott with blonde hair. <laughs> it's a hair and buckaroo. <laughs> it's a head, you dumbass. Whoever was on that phony phone call. What did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Bucaroo, it's four fingers and a thumb, but you then again, you are a dumbass. <laughs> we don't care about technicalities when we punch you. Yes. So you were saying... You were saying before you only really recognize um, him from nineties movies. What What are the nineties movies that stick out? That oh well, in? well he was in a pre Dick movie about Richard Nixon with Nixon. <laughs> he was in that, and also Alien Resurrection, Clueless. Um, yeah, Clueless back. would be a big one, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let me Night at the a- Roxbury. Yeah, that's another one. Because he was, like, dad and day. I mean, he still does act, but he was just, like, everywhere in the 90s. Mm. 
I'm trying to see what else he's been in. Like, at least other movies that stand out to me in the 90s. Let me have a quick look. I know him from Cheers. Oh, he was in The Addams Family. He was in that. Betty and June, searching for Bobby Fisher. And she is. Blood Maverick. Guys. The Usual Suspects. He was in that to die for. Holy shit. He did The Usual Suspects to die for, Clueless, and Nixon in the same year. (laughs) Oh, he was also Daylight, Ransom, The First Law Wives Club, In and Out, A Life Less Ordinary, A Civil Action, The Hurricane. Like, he was in everything. in a lot in the 90s. (laughs) I mean, oh, wait a minute. A year after this movie, he was in Commando, which would be... <laughs> That's an 80s movie, darling, and we've seen it many times. I know. But it's like the. His first movie in the 90s, though, was the great uh, Joe versus the Volcano. Ah, yes. And Pacific Heights mm. that l- later year. <laughs> That's what it feels like for me when I sit on anything because I'm so short. And then, like in the early 2000s, he was like in Shaft, Mahalo Drive, and Swim Fed. And he hasn't really been in much since then. I have to, like, look around and see what other movies he's been in. He's been a bit quiet in terms of acting. Back off! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> I just want to go up to someone and punch him like that. Bam! <laughs> Dick Kick City. Right crotch. Yeah. Dick Kick City, alright. He kicked Ian the dick. always getting in trouble. I mean, if he stopped kicking people in the dick, he'd get in less trouble. Hmm. I find it interesting because, like, you would think a movie like this would be based on something like a comic or something like that, but it's just an entirely original creation. <laughs> Someone just took a lot of drugs. No, I it mean... kind of is not based on, <laughs> but like inspired by. Hmm. Um, the um, I can't think of his name. The the Man of Bronze. Okay. Uh, do you know? Do you know what I mean? I think so. Yeah. Doc Savage. That's ah uh, yes, is. yes. Yeah, yeah. But again, I mean, an aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Because this is such a, a a weird amalgamation of so many different things. Mm. Oh, very very much so. And then it brings in um. War of the Worlds in a little bit mm-hmm. as well. Mm. I like how basically like scientists in this world are treated like big celebrities. Yeah, I love that. I want to live in that world. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Look at that outfit. Oh wait, it's still the same cowboy outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, 80s computers where it's just the black screen and typing. There's no sign of Buckaroo. How dare you? Oh, oh add. 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 We are at 48.12. Well, that's been a while since that's like a literally over a, a half an hour since the last. And this ad. is a very quick ad, actually. Oh, 
And, uh, yeah, halfway through the movie already. Yes. Not too bad, Toopy. You're doing very well today. i got to give you that. They were like, you know, we're gonna. this is Buckaroo Bud's Eye. We can't just spend forever on ads for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the one ad. And, and we're, we're back, back at 48-14. Right. There we go. Remember back in the 80s where, like, everyone had, like, shibbery, ref- shiny jackets like this dude <laughs> and spandex we should, and boots we should we should bring that back this is like one of the most 80s movies i've ever seen oh my gosh it's, it's Carl like, Lambie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 80s in one movie <laughs> yes my name is john parker identify yourself no Sorry, John. Everybody needs see Buckaroo. Everybody's got to say Buckaroo. He's the Buckaroo of the Buckaroo. Actually, we should we, we should know who Carl Lambie is back there with the dreadlocks because he was Dick Halloran and Doctor Sleep. Damn it! Mm-hmm. And also, like in a lot of Mike Flanagan stuff, and he was also um, mm. Isaiah Bradley in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Yeah, he just played. We just watched uh, Fall of the House of Usher. He was uh, um, Auguste Dupin. Mm. He's also voiced a lot of uh, work as well, like in a lot of DC shows, like doing voices of like um, uh, Martian Manhunter and a few others. Yeah. I'm trying not to laugh at these names. These names are great. Uh, you're, Bede, you're missing all the names of the, uh, the aliens. They're, they've all taken yes. the name John. John. And then sometimes a last name that makes sense, like Camp <laughs> Jones. But then there's John Littlejohn. John, John, Little John. Smallberries is, I think, yes. my favorite. John, <laughs> John Many Jars. John Many Jars. John Many love Jars. <laughs> oh, he's figuring it out now. He's putting it together. It's the Jeff Goldblum figuring it out. Orson Welles. Uh, 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 you mean that? <laughs> Uh, War of the Worlds, that fake radio news broadcast that got everybody scared to think of real live Martians. We're landing in Grover's Mill. Oh. Those glasses are amazing. <laughs> I kind of want those glasses, to be honest. Hoax. They could have just had, like, regular nerd glasses. They had to ver- have very stylized nerd glasses. <laughs> mm. I mean, maybe it isn't a hoax. Orson Welles knew about this all along. I'm really trying not to do a very bad Orson Welles impression, so I'm not going to. I'll do James Mason. Hello, everyone. It's me. It's James Mason. I'm here on the podcast once again. Even though I'm not in this movie, because I was gone by this point. Oh, backwards. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Like the $6 million man effect, you know? Yes. That's my favorite thing. Basically, it's like, oh, yeah, jump backwards and we'll just speed it back. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it'll look fine. It'll look fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It won't look weird at all. Doesn't look Here. terrible whatsoever. Okay. Carl, you do it too. <laughs> Beautifully done. Oh my god. Ah, now I got your jacket. <laughs> they want to steal those clothes. Oh. 
death why water barrel oh wait it is a well it just rolled down the hill well that was an uneventful way to distract me (laughs) (laughs) all right who's the wise guy i like how he's wearing like old tiny pajamas Old timey pajamas. Whoa! He went flying back. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Quick gag, we gotta pick up Jeff Goblin so we can take him to Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, you know what these aliens also look like as well? They also look like the aliens from Alien Nation as well. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, like... <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Between this movie, The Last Starfighter, Enemy Mind, and Alien Nation, it's like the 80s only had one specific idea for aliens <laughs> throughout that decade. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just going to be doing Matthew McConaughey impressions throughout this episode. I apologize in advance. Yeah, that jacket is an epic jacket because it looks like 50 in one. Mm. <laughs> it's multi layered. <laughs> yes, Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah. I can't do an Orson Welles impression. I apologize. <laughs> and it's That's why I didn't does. even try. And if anyone knows anything about Orson Welles, it's Steve because you did a you made a play about Orson. Yeah, Wells. I wrote the wrote the play. Yeah, yes. Which also wasn't it also based on the uh, War of the Worlds broadcast as well. It was. It was. Um, yeah, it was the Mercury Theater putting the show on. So it was yes. sort of everything that led up to it, and then the uh, the whole business afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You can only cast anyone to play Orson Welles if they can do his voice. Hey, you know what? I I uh, pride myself in um, casting a 23-year-old as Orson Welles. I think he was the only actor ever. Uh, mm. Connor Deacon was the only actor ever who was age-appropriate to play <laughs> yes. Orson Welles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Russell and Cash from Omega Band. Oh yeah, cover your eyes. <laughs> I love this, like, With bubble, this wrap bubble wrap goggles. <laughs> <laughs> bubble wrap, bubble wrap goggles need to make a comeback. Going <laughs> to start making them right now. Yes. These are some weird superhero masks that they made at home. <laughs> what they learnt uh, how to make that day on play school. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my name's Tim. <laughs> and he's going to steal your <laughs> hell gel. J- 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 <laughs> the Overthruster sounds like a good name for a sex toy. <laughs> You can buy it now of Wild Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 
That's an action that the Kremlin will most certainly misinterpret as an American first strike. Thank you, Perfect Tommy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Marcy, if you had to sum this movie up, plot-wise, up to this point, what, how how would you do that? Some things happened. <laughs> Some more things happened. <laughs> and then even more things happened. 80s fashion. Yes. <laughs> it's, he can't really describe the plot of Bokker Bonsai. <laughs> you, can, you can explain what has happened so far yes. but as far as plot wise what's actually going on yeah no 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 <laughs> fifth, fifth dimension aliens d- d- did the war of the world meanwhile El market has been gone forever <laughs> Oh wait, there she is. I can hear her now. Give me hope to carry. As near as I can figure, you had an identical twin sister, and I married her. But that's over now. And she had a Nomi Malone dress. Meanwhile, back at the lab, with like weird <laughs> gloves everywhere, and all that duct tape. Well, every- none of this is high tech. <laughs> hey, Marcy, if any if life has taught me anything, duct tape can fix anything. Duct tape is fucking useful. All right, all right, right. <laughs> Had to be you two for one. Damn it. Oh no. Clancy Brown's on his way to the Matthew McConaughey convention. <laughs> oh, He's going to appear at the Clancy Brown convention that Matthew McConaughey wants to go to. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank goodness all the duct tape is safe. <laughs> Gonna have to fix everything with duct tape. Oh. Ew. Damn it, that ju- that jar only had one day left till retirement. <laughs> this is a pretty wild way to try and save the youth center. <laughs> yes. This would be so wild, they should have cast it. <laughs> This movie's so wild, they should have cast, like, Louise Lasser in it as well. Burn the fire. Been, like, just, straight out of filming drawer. Blood Rage. They had the specific just the, just they a single draw. Yeah. Oh, no. A specific draw. Tell. It's okay, Buckaroo. Matthew McConaughey will... Take my legacy on. (laughs) 
And I'm going to kill the Highlander. Here. That's not what the here Kurgan sounds here like. Greatest line in the movie. Check it out. Is there a watermelon? <laughs> I'll tell you later. That's it. Yes. Why is maybe the watermelon there? Maybe he tells him, maybe he doesn't. We never know. We never find out why there's a watermelon there. See, that's random jokes I love is like... <laughs> If there's any, if there's any one scene in this movie that sums this movie up to a T, it's that one. Why is there, why is there a watermelon there? I'll tell you later. Tell you later. It, it's kind of like that joke in uh, Anchorman, where it's like, Rick, Rick, where did you get that hair grenade? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and we never find out where he got. Never find out. Uh. Say what you will about these aliens, but at least they dress stylish. The red electrodes. Yes, the, the red electrodes tend to dress stylish. The black electrodes look like they just raided a salvos. Mm. <laughs> yes, I say you can tell the difference. The overfrustler with breath there. <laughs> what is it now? The, the overfrustler. <laughs> uh, it is so much fun just hanging with you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I sneezed on my shirt. <laughs> He didn't want anyone to notice. <laughs> there's nothing worse when you like go to sneeze and you think, oh, it's all right. And then you sneeze and then there's like just snot everywhere. It goes all over everywhere. It, so when you do when it you... like in your hands, but it goes back and straight back in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and because we're talking about this, Steve is never joining us for a podcast ever again. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I don't feel all right, all right, all right, right now. I like how they go back and forth between uh, Carl Lambie having the alien makeup on and not having it at all. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's a I think that's a perspective thing. Like, um, Buckaroo can currently can see it. it. Yeah, mm. Mm. It, it's almost like kind of trippy. Like you think hey, man, you question what you're actually seeing for a second. <laughs> yes, which is pretty much sums up the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> this and movie it's is glorious. <laughs> this movie is the Kurgan's origin story. This is how he became a how he became immortal. <laughs> Mr. President, names have been changed. Their true backgrounds are shrouded in secrecy. Sure, sure, sure. The president is played by Ronald Lacey, who um, is Tot from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah, unrecognizable. Nice in this role, but um, yeah, last scene. Um, 
with his face melting off. <laughs> Mr. President, you're not a Nazi, are you? We might have to burn your face off. <laughs> Look at that cool computer. How did anyone be in those machines? That's how they, well, Marcy, they did have like uh, metal uh, garbage back, garbage tins back there for like people to crack their backs on. <laughs> yeah, the, the Simpsons wouldn't be around for quite a while here. Yeah, exactly. So they had to do it this way. Also, why is it Harry Dean Stanton in this movie? This would totally be a movie he would have been in. He was already Harry Dean Stanton. Exactly. So yeah, they, too late. <laughs> I just love that the president has back problems for like no reason. <laughs> he just needed to be filmed in that contraption. So, Marcy, whenever we get around to writing our movie scripts, we're working on, we should have quirks like this for the characters, just to make them <laughs> just randomly for no reason. <laughs> yes, and it's never explained. This man as you call him. Oh man. Don Parker from the very same planet ten. And his spaceship is at this moment anchored. If it's the planet ten, is it full of Bo Derek? Yes. One can only hope. Somehow give off the bacteria. We breathe it. It swims up on I really want his red glasses so bad. It's uh, are we gonna put it in uh, in uh, braces? <laughs> Over exaggerated Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes, planet 10, girl named John, red, red, nuclear glasses. extortion. Uh, check out, check out Carl, check out Carl. Hang on, <laughs> hello there. I'll do that. <laughs> That's how we're going to greet each other from now on is doing that. It's like he's being, like, the president looks like he's about to be used to, in, like, some giant mechanical robot and control it. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting ready for his, like, big mech machine. <laughs> yes. Buckaroo. I don't think anybody has ever looked as cool as Peter Weller in that outfit, but just add the red um, glasses. Yes. That was your favourite character is doing an Italian accent like you'd never heard before. (laughs) It's me, uh, Jared Legolini, before Jared Legolini. It is a John Lefcolini. John John Lefcolini. Rockdar. Now, <laughs> can I just say, John Lithgow is one of the greatest actors of our time. Absolutely. He's, not only the greatest actor, he's also the most underrated actor. He's, he really is. Even though Whether he's, he's won, doing like... serious or comedy or whatever, he nails it every time. Exactly. But everybody, everybody in this movie is bringing it. Like, everybody mm. is... A hundred top of their game in this one ten percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at him. A hundred percent. 
anybody on darts. I mean, Ellen Barkin looks like she's ready to murder. Oh my god! <laughs> All of them. <laughs> you know the address. Uh, and they're going. It's a dresser. Going to yo-yo dying. And they want the yo over a thousand. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He'll come. He'll come. <laughs> <laughs> But to take her to the pit. Uh, so they, they've big booty. Her in honey for like no reason at this point. And to, I think they were putting bugs on her. They were going to torture her with bugs. But I just love that they had the little uh, honey dispenser, the little bear. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just dip it. In our eyes, they're not very pretty. Nothing personal, John Park. We blow this today. Check it. Okay, Goblin's reaction here. <laughs> <laughs> he sees him for the first time. No. <laughs> oh damn! I thought I got away. <laughs> damn! I thought I got away from these pod people. <laughs> Maybe did I get that? Yep, surely. That's my reaction oh when Beach shows me a movie. He assures is fantastic, but it's really terrible. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Are you though? That was my reaction when we watched Hell of the Living Dead. <laughs> oh my god, I just watched that myself for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Oh, why? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe a lot harder to get back. I may or may it not is. be doing that for my an episode of Bean versus the Living Dead next year. That's fantastic. Oh my god, it's half, you know, half documentary footage. I'm just like, you know what, let's just use it. Just pat it out. <laughs> they really yes. did that, and it just derailed the whole movie. It did that, and uh, I completely forgot I blacked out. I think I, I completely forgot about the middle section of that movie, and then when it <laughs> happened, I was like, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but the first and last half were hilarious. <laughs> It was so bad, it's funny, and then... Then, then that middle section happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've never heard a podcast go completely downhill so fast. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, Jesus. There How is, is a... he still in the contraption? <laughs> he's in the hospital. This is this is this is what he's there for. This is the contraption. Yes. <laughs> There's a novelization mm. of this that's written from the the um, point of view of Reno. Oh, so Re- Reno's like their chronicler. Okay, so the whole novel is written by Reno, and it's kind of it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of fantastic in that in that regard. Just mm. last year, was it last year, two years ago? Mac Roush wrote a sequel. This is like Ooh. the long-awaited sequel uh, teased at the end of this movie, Buckaroo Banzai Against the World Crime League. We waited decades for this. This novel was, without question, the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Oh. <laughs> it was so bad. Um... It, it was like, I don't know, it, it, there was there was barely any plot. Um, he brings in the the um, the bad guy that's teased in the alternate opening to this film. B, there's an alternate opening uh, if you get a chance to watch it. Okay. Where, yeah, I'll have to watch it. 
we get to see the accident that killed uh, Dr. Bonsai's parents when he was a, when he was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and and guess who his mother was played by? Yes, his mother was was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But the, this this was orchestrated by the the great uh, Hanoi Shan, who is like the the main bad guy mm. in this universe, and he he's he's in the novel in this new novel, but not even as the main bad guy though he's mm-hmm. there most of the time i couldn't if you think this movie is hard to describe to someone imagine the the the, the trouble i'm having to, trying to describe this sequel there's barely <laughs> yeah. there's barely a plot it goes on forever mm. um and it's i'm like mac man what have i ever done to you you know like, <laughs> I, at, at any opportunity, yeah. if there's a pause long enough in a conversation, I will bring up this movie and tell people how great this movie is. And and if they haven't seen it, you know, here, borrow mine, right? And then this this sequel that we've waited decades for comes out. I can't even imagine it becoming a movie because there's no mm. there's mm. no real story. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened. You know, mm. and it, it, you think you can say that about this movie, but believe me, this movie is a is the paradigm of the hero's journey compared to mm. compared to that sequel. It's such mm. a shame. Sounds like it's a massive shame. It it really really was. My brother and I were we were just distraught because I had I showed this movie to my brother. I think we probably watched this together when he was like four. Or something, and uh, <laughs> and you Love know, that. like since then, you know, um, we've just we've just loved this. We we're consistently mm. quoting it to one another and um, and things like that. But yeah, it was a shame. It was sad. This is his big Mussolini speech now. By the way, it is. <laughs> <laughs> when real soon. Real soon. <laughs> We want change. <laughs> when do we want it? Real soon. <laughs> it's the little bits of things like that, just the random bits that just make it so freaking clever. Right? It's so wonderful. It really is. It's Did joyful. you see the, um, they're at Yo-Yo Dine um, uh, propulsion systems right now. They're at the company. Did you see the, the, um, the motto of Yo-Yo Dine? They're a growing, excited company. I don't no. even know. <laughs> Ew. That might be how sounds like some, how someone might describe their penis, for example. <laughs> it's fantastic. You'll see. You'll see little, um, uh, you know, signs around here. Um, There's a lot of attention to detail with just little things that you. It's there to discover. That's it. That's it. That's what I mean. Like, there's a no entry sign. It doesn't say no entry. It says nobody comes in here, and everything is spelled incorrectly. But you and you know, and Hewlett Packard, like, we've got to put this <laughs> on his up, face. You know, God. Of course, you'll be inside. All of this was a choice. <laughs> a beautiful choice. Pete, <laughs> how's your first experience of this movie been so far? 
<laughs> so far, I have no idea what is going on, but I'm going to have to that will watch not it again on repeat yes. viewings. No, that yes. will not change on repeat viewings. But I would yes. really like I would really like a report. Uh, yes. after you after you get to watch it again. <laughs> yes, mm. I am enjoying what I'm seeing so far because this movie's insane. The Hewlett Packard on the little yellow things on his face. Oh no, he's being he's being turned into uh, Robocop. Oh shit! That's how it really happened. They just told us it was the other way to make it such a Jesus metaphor. Yes, this is the high tech version of the machine in the in the Princess Bride. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> Princess Bride's another one I haven't seen for a very long time. Marcy, every year. <laughs> Come on. Fine. <laughs> Starting yeah. now. <laughs> See, Marcy's busy watching Blood Rage for at least the fifth time. She has no time I'm for here these... watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to watch Sharkula on Tubi, you know? Yes. No, I get you. I get you. Like I said, I'm, 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 you know, I just got the Criterion Princess Bride, so I'm like, I have to watch this. And yes. and um, you know, then there's the the little cry from from Gone with the Wind. You know. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Come over here. I'm Steve. You have... Steve, stop watching all you... these Friday the Thirteenth movies and watch me. <laughs> <laughs> It's very not important that you watch Friday the 13th. Movies. Well, not that I'm uh, doing a uh, pluggy. Beat and Steve versus Camp Crystal Lake, which is the podcast where Steve and I <laughs> discuss the Friday the 13th series. And you can listen to it on all podcast streaming services everywhere by via the Beat versus the Living Dead podcast feed. And it's available on the 13th of every month. <laughs> exactly. There's the, the, sign, the big there's sign. The growing excited company. Rewatching oh, this movie, I I just want like a Team Buckaroo T-shirt. Yes, I have kind a of, um. Buc- I have a Bonsai I don't have Institute one. T-shirt. Ooh, big booty. Kind of feel sad. I don't big have one. Hang on, he, check this out. He's going to report this um security guy. What is your name, John Yaya? John Yaya. John Yaya. And the other guy is small small bears. <laughs> So what would your John name be? John, terrible Aussie. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling I'd be one of the normal ones, you know? Like, I'd be one who who tried to to fade into the background. Mm. John Big Melons. Nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) I really want that silver jacket too. Yes. It's so shippery and shiny. I just want it. I like the padding. Mm. Hmm. It's just... The, the way the it's so eighties, but just the Even the way the clothes are so intricate is insane. Don't touch it. Might be a bomb. Yes, don't touch yeah. me, Pinky. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, will do that to your brain. <laughs> I'll do that. Yes, we're going to take over the world once again. We're going to do what we do every night and take over the world. I can't do it. 
shamefully. I thought that was a Jawa back there, but it's a completely different character. <laughs> Jawa? I wish I could see through this makeup. <laughs> what a way to like um, sneak around! Just doing like long jumps like that. <laughs> it's the only way to do it, yo. I'll have to do that from now on. Mm. Now, don't you sneak around? You do what you're told. How can anyone not see them? They're like out in the open. The, the <laughs> electroids are just, I mean, they're hanging around eating Cheetos and, you know, like they're not, mm. they're, they're not really, they're not expecting this. They're not paying attention. They're, they're just, not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't uh -oh. see through their makeup. Oh, no. Yeah. But if you have an alarm go off, that's going to get attention. There you go. There it is. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. He didn't, he didn't help himself, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, the uh, Robocop Damn it, the Robocop experiment It's not working <laughs> oh! oh That alien only had one day left till retirement <laughs> He did actually By the powers of the Adamant, I will defeat the aliens. <laughs> I, I, I love the I love the announcement going. There are monkey boys in the facility. There are <laughs> monkey boys in the facility. John Endel must die. Nobody comes in. Secret. Nobody comes in here. Secret. Secret. <laughs> John Tucker I need must that die. on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, He's just there to deliver the mail. Oh, oh I think we've got an ad. 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 Uh, one hour, 22 minutes, 21 seconds. Which means the never -ending pasta you now it's making mm. me hungry for oh food. God, I want this so bad. Pasta and oh. chicken. Maples. It's a me, a me. We disappointed when we find out where it's from. <laughs> so yeah, they're playing Italian, like an Italian restaurant ad, especially with like John Lithgow's performance yeah. in this movie. Oh, it's an oh, olive, it's olive, olive garden. Oh, and oh we're, we're back. back. And we're back. One hour, twenty-two minutes, twenty-five seconds. Not much longer to go in the movie, and we're all very disappointed because it could go twenty hours, and we'd yes. be. Um, enthralled by it. Uh, 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 I thought you. Loop. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Make with this. I thought you were a, 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 a pod person, <laughs> or a, a Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. <laughs> Charles Bronson. <laughs> Could you oh, imagine I... Charles Bronson in this movie? <laughs> Hello, it's me, Charles Bronson. I know you aliens are from the eighth dimension, but you killed my family. Now I have to kill you. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm not impressed with you aliens coming to this planet <laughs> trying to take it over. And also wearing shimmering 
shimmering jackets without me having to wear one. Whoa, what the fuck is that? This is literally the ending of How the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm going to do that double feature. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if this is actually the same set. <laughs> it's kind of weird how two very different movies seem to have a lot in common. Yes. And both of them have, like, stood the test of time for very different reasons. How <laughs> <laughs> the Doc was, like, my favourite thing at three years old, so leave me alone. No, that tracks. <laughs> it does, right? It, it explains, explains everything. everything. <laughs> yes. Ah, well, why, 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 but talking like this, ah, blah, blah. <laughs> Talk about this like two reasonable beings. That's to really say something where Christopher Lloyd is the most gives the most subtle <laughs> performance in the film. <laughs> and he's brilliant. Oh. This should be escalating. <laughs> oh, Shiavelli. That guy's so good. Mm. One of the great character actors. Yeah. Mm. Usually playing oh, like really creepy uh, science, you know, either a scientist or a doctor or something like that. Mm. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yep. Remember back in the day where you used to have see-through bags? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you wouldn't do that now. You would, want, you would want yeah. people to know the stuff you had inside your bag. I do not like the thing that she's wrapped up in. Ew. What part's ill? <laughs> you better come quickly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have to come for your planet. Is it the girl dead? <laughs> I think Jared Leto watched this movie and used John Lithgow's performance for his inspiration for his performance in uh, House of Gucci. Potentially, yes. It also has to say something when the aliens are the least crazy thing about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) By a long shot, I might add. Peter Weller is the Punisher in Buckaroo Banzai. Lord Warfiend. Whee! 
Oh, he died too. to use a quarter? Is the cool music now. The claws of the door, Ruff. <laughs> Close the doors, uh. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that was a bad trip. Why is it these are in these jacket pocket like section? He was shot. Oh, okay. Forgot he was shot at there. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah, in the beginning yep. there. Oh, okay. He's got it like in a thing. Yes. A sling thing. You'll notice that when you watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice a lot when you watch it. Yes. Later. <laughs> Yes, I installed my overthruster. I got a picture of myself on the wall. Why was that a picture of himself? He likes to look at himself, Marcy. He looks so angry in that picture. It's a terrifying photo. <laughs> I do that like at the smile in a picture. <laughs> Show the big bull wait, wait, wait for it. <laughs> Such a Marcy what? thing to do to oh you. Oh, my God. Feed, <laughs> I predict lots of rewatches of this movie in your future. <laughs> I'm going to watch this movie ten times and still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> But I swear. But you'll to you, pick up so many you, cool little things. You will pick up things when you watch it ten years from now. That's yes. the thing. That's what happens with this. It's like I, I think I'll figure can't... out. I think I'll figure out Mahalo Drive before I figure out the plot of this film. <laughs> but you can't um, take all of it in in one viewing. Yes. Is what I found. Mm -hmm. There are certain. Like, you'll find things. You go, oh, did he say? You know, or or something like that. And it'll mm. it'll come to you on on different levels. Mm. This happened to me with. Um, uh, weirdly enough, with Big Lebowski, mm. we, we mm. Uh, Big Lebowski had been out for like 15 years, and I'd seen it like at least three times a year since then. We we showed a friend, and she picked out the line when Walter is describing his plan to the dude to yeah. to uh, throw out the ringer, and uh, dude says something like, "Oh yeah, Walter, your plan is perfect. It's it's a Swiss fucking watch." Our friend picked out the line Swiss fucking watch. I had never heard that line before. It is one of the funniest things, one of the funniest deliveries. We use it all the time now. And it, <laughs> I had seen the movie, I can't even tell you, countless dozens of times. This mm. is the same. This is the same. Oh. Yeah. That alien died. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> got, got pissed off because he, he kept uh, mispronouncing his name. And he finally <laughs> had enough of him. Chiavella just slides into the safety harness there. <laughs> Everything looks so 80s, but it just looks so cool. Like, the designs they came up with for this are just really, like, really inventive. It's so good. Like, I'd be afraid to see um, a sequel because they'd, they'd want to update everything. Yeah. Mm. I don't think anything would look as good today, yeah you know by today's standards 
It was the '80s. Just had such an aesthetic. Mm. You can't replicate that now because everything's just like completely different. Oh no, they got lost in New Jersey. <laughs> you don't want to get lost in New Jersey. What are you talking about? They got by New Jersey. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's an alien. <laughs> I don't oh, know Boston. what your accent is, but whatever. Oh, sorry, that was Boston. Sorry, that's not even in New Jersey. With these Plan 9 from Outer Space style <laughs> spaceship effects, it's so good. Oh, okay, they're better than Plan 9 from Outer Space, but... I only just a bit tad. It just adds to the charm, honestly. It really does. Mm. Dude, has anyone in the history of anything looked as sexy as Peter Weller in this movie? Because <laughs> I don't think they have. I don't know. There's probably somebody out there. I think it can be done. John I Parker. think the closest, the closest or at least on par would be um, Chris Sarandon as Jerry in... Mm. Well, that is true. Yeah. And and this is why I'm single, because no men can live up to that right now. <laughs> no man look as good as a... Peter... Do you look like Peter Weller in Buckaroo Bonsai? No, fuck off. <laughs> Just put it on a dating profile if you... If you look like Buckaroo Bonsai, give me a call. If you don't, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. Only Buckaroo Bonsai looking guys may apply. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like me giving directions. <laughs> that is you giving directions. <laughs> No, my right, from my angle to your left. <laughs> yes. It doesn't help I confuse left and right as well. Oh, no. I mean, you do. I will see you in the hell. Well, it sucks to be you, John Lifko. There's no sequel, so it's not going to happen. Wee. That's right. He would go on to play uh, an alien for several years. Look at that hat. <laughs> I love all the feathers. Oh, I love the boa. How did they get all the way up in those? I, think, I was just thinking this. Like, why would you do That's that? That's what it's. That is what it's like to be short. Yes. That's how I look when I'm on like a stool, a high stool. <laughs> yes. I mean, you are only two inches tall in real life, Marcy. Mm. There's the iconic shot from this movie. Yay. Uh, could you give me a lift? Where are you going? Come back! <laughs> what he doesn't know is Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves are coming, like, right down next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Whee! Oh, thank goodness, just stop doubles safe. <laughs> yeah, me too. Where's Penny? At the bus. Bloody hell. Jersey helped me bring her back. How is she, okay? She said he'd pull her through. Quite a guy. She's all my tenure. Give me that kiss, 
<laughs> you see, Christmas is coming up, kid, and I need to buy a water pistol for my kids. So if you give me that one, I'll, I'll give you all this money. <laughs> oh, wait, that's <laughs> a real gun. Money. <laughs> I like how basically most of the uh, armor that the Buckaroo's uh, friends was wearing, it's literally just motorbike safety gear. <laughs> Absolutely. Like motocross thingies. Yeah, yeah, motocross. Yeah. It's all so low tech. I'm, I'm, I mean, mm. they've got uh, a snorkel there mm. attached to their. I don't know what is there a tank even that they, they were breathing I that don't gas know. in. Oh no. Uh, uh, Peter Weller, do I have something under my eyes? Credit. <laughs> You said destroy Russia? Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, no. Ella Barkin's a sheet. That wasn't a very nice thing to say, B. Well, she is. Look at her. <laughs> Yoink. Yoink. Once again, by the powers of Adam Ant, I'll bring you back to life. Oh! Damn it, I should have walked on the carpet. (laughs) Oh, hello. Oh, great. Now she's a zombie. Mm-hmm. And you can hear me talk about zombies on my other podcast, <laughs> Big vs. the Living Dead, which is on all podcast streaming services everywhere. Oh, she's got a wound on her neck. She's been bitten by a vampire. Dude, consent, 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 consent. This is a weird remake of Snow White. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is a uh, dopey amongst. Uh... Holy shit! This movie literally is Snow White: The Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> how many uh blue blaze irregulars are in this thing how many people uh, the hong kong cavaliers and you get uh a scooter and his dad you might be right man yeah mm. and john lifko is the evil queen <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. oh oh uh, Don't worry, buckle Banzai. I like to watch you guys. <laughs> See? Look for the next adventure of Bakuru Banzai. That'll never come. Now, is are we going to play the credits here? Are you going to play yes. through the credits? I, yes. I, I, I don't oh. know how to stop this, it from starting is... Red Dwarf. There we go. No. I, yeah. it's we can't stop seven, it! Six. I can't stop it! I can't it. stop it! <laughs> it can't be stopped. They can't not let us watch the credit okay, sequence. there we go. I think we made it work. Oh Half of God. it's missing. It's Pee-wee! It literally See? is Pee-wee's outfit. See what I mean? Um, Aggie Gerard Rogers uh, did costumes for both uh, those films ah! in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh-oh. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. All these this... outfits are basically what I'm going to wear for one each day of the week. <laughs> All oh, right. Check out Monday, Perfect Tommy. Okay. Check Monday, out it's going to be 
Yeah, Monday's going to be like, uh, oh, I guess uh, Clancy Brown is now. All right, all right, all right. Perfect Tommy over here, shirtless in the white jacket. Shirtless, yeah. That, that's why Sunday outfits in this sequence. Perfect Tommy comes out in another outfit. Oh, the Shrek girl's outfit. Because yes. he is such a clothes horse. <laughs> like now, uh... I want you guys to picture. <clears throat> I want you guys to picture in your heads instead of the music playing right now. What they listened to while filming this was Billy Joel's "Uptown Girl." That would explain everything. Now listen to it. Listen to it. You can hear Uptown Girl. (laughs) He's living in a right world. Yep. (laughs) Also, the 80s had a lot of people wearing berets. Yeah. The Berman Studio. Thank you, Berman Studio, for your special makeup effects. Wait, yes. Mm-hmm. All the hair and makeup and costumes in this movie should have won an Oscar. There you go. Perfect Tommy is now. Is now in a different outfit. <laughs> he was like, no, 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 no. This they were like, work. no, no. They were like, yeah, your chest is too shibbery. We have to put a shirt on you. I love this movie so much. Buckle Bonsai. Oh, my God. There you go, guys. <laughs> A go. lot of fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there you go, everyone. That was The Adventures of Buckaroo <laughs> Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. And Marcy can't pause the movie. <laughs> no, I was just letting it play while we, uh, <clears throat> you know. But, uh, yeah, we hope... I'll stop it now. That's all right. Well, we <laughs> hope all of our listeners enjoyed this special... Uh, bonus episode of the Tubi <laughs> bonus t- the bonus Tubi Tuesdays podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Marcy, for always being an awesome co-host as per usual, and also Steve for coming on and picking the movie for us. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. I'm really glad you enjoyed this one. <laughs> it was an absolute blast to rewatch this again and uh, watch it with two of my bestie buddies. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, before we wrap up the the episode today, uh, Marcy, where can people find us on the internet this week? Uh, as with every week, you can find us at supermarcy.com. And of course, if you enjoy bonus content, um, extra content to do with the Super Network, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash supernetwork. Uh, every little bit helps with keeping the website going and all the podcasts and, of course, you can find uh, the To Be Tuesdays podcast on all your podcast streaming platforms. Just look up the To Be Tuesdays podcast and uh, you can find all the other podcasts that we hopefully will be doing a lot more often um, through the Super Podcast, uh, Super Network. I don't know what I was trying to say there, but anyway, uh, you can find Super <laughs> Marcy, me, under all your socials. Um, I'm, I'm very easy to find if, uh, if you want to do that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and and uh, Steve, where can people find you on the internet this week? Uh, find me on Letterboxd, letterboxd.com backslash Fulchirama, uh, and check out what I've been watching over there. I also have a, a column at forcesofgeek.com called 
Creep shows and Fright Nights, where I look mm. back at 80s horror. Um, that's a lot of fun. Definitely. And uh, people nice. want to find me personally. You can find me on my Twitter page at twitter.com slash but you can also find me on Blue Sky at under Jemine. You can find me at Letterbox as well, under Jemine, and you can find all my work over at supermarcy.com. And in terms of my other shows, you can... Listen to my solo show, Bead vs. the Living Dead, and as well as the show that I co-host with Steve, Bead and Steve vs. Camp Crystal Lake, on all podcast streaming services everywhere via the Bead vs. the Living Dead podcast feed, and on all the socials, such as Twitter and Blue Sky under Bead VSTLD, and as well as Facebook under Bead vs. the Living Dead. So, yeah, that is the end for this episode of the Bonus To Be Tuesdays podcast, and we'll see you all next time, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Is everything okay with the alien space club and planet 10, or should he just go ahead and destroy Russia? Tell him yes on one and no on two. Which was yes, to destroy Russia or uh, number two? The To Be Tuesdays podcast is proudly sponsored by Surfshark VPN. Why would you have a VPN in this day and age? Well, a lot of people are quite concerned about tracking and their online privacy, and using a VPN ensures that you are safe and secure online. Surfshark VPN provides a lot of extra added layers of security, as well as ad blocker and a kill switch if your information is ever compromised. The other added bonus of having a fantastic VPN with Surfshark is if a movie we're watching on the 2B Tuesdays podcast is not available in your country, you can switch on that VPN, go to the country that it is in and watch the movie. Surfshark VPN also allows you to do this on other streaming platforms, where if you're missing some content in that library, you can turn this on and have a look at what else is on offer. Surfshark VPN is one of the most reliable and cheapest of the VPNs out there, with up to 81% off offer when you subscribe for 24 months. Please use the link surfshark.deals/supernetwork to take advantage of this amazing deal. Thank you, Surfshark. Surfy Shark, do 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 do. Surfy Shark, do 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 do. Now back to the To Be Tuesdays podcast.